0: This is the Do Better podcast with Dr. Megan Miller and Joe Smith, launching you into the future of behavior analysis.
1: Megan Miller and Joe Smith, launching you into the future of behavior analysis.
0: So, how are you doing, Megan?
1: I am good. How are you, Joe?
0: I'm uh, fantastic. Um, It's a beautiful day. People are here on Facebook and with us on Zoom, and we are recording again. I can't believe it. It's been a... It's been a trip already with um, our podcast.
1: I know. (laughs) We we seem to like to do these live uh, recordings. So um, I see a few people watching us live on Facebook. I saw Whitney just join, So hello to Whitney. Thanks for joining us. We have Amaryllis and Anna on Zoom with us. So thank you for participating today. Hopefully you all will have some good tips to share with us. So on today's episode, we're talking about the bet which is relating to some uh, health goals that Joe and I are trying to set. So um, first we just wanted to each talk about our background info and summarize our health journeys. So anybody who's watching and wants to share, if you have your own health journey that you'd like to share, feel free to type it into the chat or if you're watching on Zoom, if you want to unmute your microphone and share, we can do that as well. Just let us know that you want to participate. So um, I'll start with mine. Growing up, I was a gymnast and a swimmer, and I also did competitive diving. So I was always pretty athletic. And, you know, it was like the typical. I look back on my pictures now and I'm like, man, I wish I could be as fat as I thought I was back then. <laughs> it's like the typical, especially from like for growing up as a, as a girl, um, you know, thoughts of like being overweight or whatever. But like, I certainly wasn't. I was just healthy and like muscular. Um, but the kind of the worst time for me was when I got pregnant because I gained a ton of weight. I think I gained 20 pounds just in the first trimester where you're not even supposed to gain any weight, but I was really, really, really tired and had like no energy. And I didn't have morning sickness, which probably sounds like a great thing, but I was ridiculously hungry and nothing made me nauseous. So I ate all of the things and I couldn't work out or anything because I was so tired. So, um, so I ended up, I think, gaining like 70 pounds with my pregnancy. And I had this like false idea of, oh, well, once I have the baby, it'll come off super fast. And when I breastfeed, that burns a lot of calories. And um, anyone who's had a child, uh, you'll, you'll be able to relate to this. I was on all of these like mom Facebook groups. And every once in a while, this mom would pop on and be like, I'm breastfeeding and I'm losing so much weight. I can't even like keep my pants on. And I wanted to like reach through the computer and like, "Ah!" (laughs) I was just so frustrated (laughs) because that did not happen to me at all. Um, so I was able to get on track, um, a year and a half after I had my son pretty soon after I stopped breastfeeding. So like some people, when you breastfeed, you actually hold on to the weight, um, and like hormonal changes and all this fun stuff. But anyway, I did keto, low carb, high fat, high protein in July of 2017 and like lost weight like that. I think in like a month I lost like 20 pounds or something. And I looked a lot healthier than even like the weight I was then compared to a lower weight prior to being pregnant. The, just the way that the, I lost with, while being on keto, it just like, did something nice to my body. And it looked really good. Um, So I, um, but then I was traveling a lot in 2018 and 2019. So there was everywhere I would go, there was just like carbs everywhere. And I love carbs. And I just slowly would like gain the weight back. And then I, I lose a little bit and then gain it back. And it was just like this yo-yo until finally I'm basically been pretty close to back to like where I was in July of 2017. I haven't quite gotten to that point, but pretty close. And I've tried a ton, like I said, to get back on track over the last few years, but nothing's sticking. And you would think, especially as a behavior analyst, with how strong the reinforcement was from doing low-carb, high-fat in July of 2017 and how quick the results were that I could, would just do that again. But for whatever reason, I have not been able to get back into like a good flow with that. So, um, And then most recently, I was on a cruise in February. I went to the ABAI Autism Conference right after that. And then COVID-19 happens, so like all of these things back to back um, just got me off track again. So I've managed to not gain weight really, uh, but I haven't been able to like, you know, stay healthy. And the, the eating, especially the first few weeks of COVID, I just ate whatever I wanted to um, and I didn't exercise that much. So, just that unhealthy lifestyle, I'm like sluggish, I don't kind of cloudy. I'm not getting as much stuff done as I know I could if I was eating healthier and exercising more, so that's kind of where I am right now on the health journey. What about you, Joe?
0: So my health journey was a little bit different um, i have I have always been really heavy since I was in middle school. Um, I used to. Be really skinny when I was a kid in kindergarten. And I think it was the time that when I was being when I would go to my grandma's house, um, she would treat us to Chinese. That's where I learned my love for pizza, <laughs> ice pops, I mean, you name it. Um, and I would go every like Wednesday, Thursday, and I would eat. I mean, <laughs> um, and I love that food. And I started to gain more weight, more weight, more weight, and it was never an issue until I got to high school where I was like, oh, I am bigger than a lot of my, my, uh, colleagues and my peers. Um, and I was like, okay, whatever. And I still kept on eating. Um, I wasn't into sports. Um, I used to play soccer when when I was in elementary school, and that was a lot of fun, but I moved in middle school. I decided to become, I mean, be part of the marching band, and that was fine, but then all winter, all spring, I was just sitting, and that's when technology came big, and if you remember, uh, Dial-Up AIM was starting to be popular and I was on AIM a lot and Xbox and the original PlayStation system. So I made a lot of uh unhealthy decisions when I was in high school. And when I went to college those unhealthy um habits kept on happening because I went to college I ate a buffet style meal so, I could eat whatever I wanted, how much I wanted, and I packed on that you know that freshman twenty uh continued to continue to add weight um eat ate unhealthy slept i mean stayed up late, slept in late, did not work out, did not get exercise um but it really wasn't uh major issue until after college and I started working as a special education teacher. That's when I packed on so much weight, uh, for my years of stress, my inability to focus on my health, uh, eating fast food, sleeping, uh, Sleeping as soon as I got home and staying up at i mean getting up at two o'clock in the morning and uh staying up until I got home from work about six thirty and then falling asleep again uh, not watching my nutrition at all, so in that time, I got to my heaviest, which was a two hundred and eighty pounds now. I was in a relationship at the time, and at the end of that relationship, I wanted to do something, you know, focus back on myself and find out who I am, again, because I kind of lost myself um, for a while. So I went back to, so I took some notes, decided what I was really good at, what I liked, and I really miss hiking. So I decided to buy some gear, go hiking, and on that hiking trip, it was, it should have only took me an hour to get to the top of the mountain. It took me three hours. Three hours because I was out of breath, breath I was out of shape, I had no muscles in my legs. Uh, and when I got to the top of the mountain, I was so proud of myself, but I realized how unhealthy I was. And I vowed to myself, Never to be in that same situation again, that was the tipping point for me. That was when I was all and and my motivation was super high since then I went I worked out I focused on macros, um, tracking how many calories I was eating by using my fitness pal, um, research. Um, Methods on how to lose weight and weightlifting. And I really became really passionate about weightlifting and training and um, really made an effort. And I lost 60 pounds to I got down to 220 pounds. My lowest I got to was 214. Um, since then, I studied for the exam. So my exercise went down. I increased the amount of carbs I ate, I didn't track, I didn't um, hold myself accountable. The motivation kind of dwindled, Um, got married, um, made a lot of unhealthy choices. I was always on the go because I was working two jobs. Um, So I would stop at fast food restaurants to pick up that quick fix. Of food, so then I can satisfy my hunger cravings. Um, And I was like, "Oh no, it's just chicken nuggets!" You know, the Mickey D's chicken nuggets. I love those things, but they are not the best things for you. Taco Bell. I'm like, "Oh, it's Taco Bell. You got the meat, the cheese, and a little bit of carbs. You're you're fine." No, no, definitely wasn't at all. Um, So, and then we got to the point now where we're at COVID and um now that when covid happened it was the worst thing for me but also the best thing worse in the in the fact that um i am no longer teaching my kids day to day in the classroom um and then working with my clients day to day um it has worked out so far where i'm still teaching my kids but through virtually so i at least i get to still see them um, uh, but I'm, and I'm still working with my clients in the home, thankfully. Um, but the reason why it was the best thing for me is because now I had this time where I'm like, okay, you got your time. You can work out whenever you want, want as long as you plan it and you got the tools right in front of you. So now it's like the best time for me as far as getting back into Building those tiny habits again. So that was my journey, Megan.
1: (laughs) That is quite the journey. And that's so, like, that's such an accomplishment the amount of weight you've lost. Um, And I know you've been focusing on this for a while. So, um,
0: yeah, thank you.
1: yeah, Yeah, thanks for sharing with us. Whitney on Facebook said, that she um, gained 45 with her pregnancy, but she's on her way back down with 30 pounds lost over the last six months. So that's exciting. She's probably one of those people I was mad at. (laughs) I couldn't lose my pregnancy weight. Um, And um, she's currently finding her way back to running for the first time since she found out she was pregnant. So yesterday was the second time she's run and she's setting a goal to run at least two times a week to start. Whitney, I'm not sure if you know, but there's a Facebook group called Behavior Analyst to Run that I'm in, that's really motivating. So if you haven't joined that, I highly recommend joining it. I'll try to put the link in the chat box. Um, And I see Dayton just joined us. Thanks for joining us live on Facebook. Um, Amaryllis, did you wanna say anything about our first question or are you good just to watch?
2: I can share a little bit of kind of my journey. I'm coming from kind of the other end of the spectrum where I'm very petite and small. So I have like the opposite experience. <laughs> I just, I cannot gain weight and I cannot gain muscle. Um, so for me, that's extremely frustrating because I can force myself to eat, but I'm not building like what I want to build. Um, yep. so it's a little bit of the opposite experience, but it's still super, super frustrating. And I do fall within the same kind of cycles where I'm good for a couple of weeks and then I don't see progress and then I just quit. And then I try it again. And it's just that vicious cycle <laughs> of, I'm just going to keep quitting and then I'm going to just try again eventually.
1: Well, that'll be interesting when we talk about like plans and stuff to hear about what some of the things are that you do. um, If it's similar or different from what we've done and, and whatnot. Thanks for sharing.
0: Yeah. Thank you. That was awesome. And that's, and that's something that, you know, everyone talks about weight loss, but as far as gaining weight to like lean body mass, that's really difficult for a lot of people too, um, and it deserves the same amount of attention as well. So, but no, I thank you for sharing. So, that leads us to the present, right, Megan?
1: Yes, we went it through does. our
0: journey, and yep. now we're like, okay, so where are we at? Where are you at?
1: So. Yeah. So currently with like all the COVID stuff going on for anyone who might listen to this later, we're recording this on May 11th, 2020. So um, some things are like opening back up and whatnot here in Florida. They're just like, woo, let's go. Let's open all the stuff. Um, But uh, I'm still staying at home. Um, So, and my son is home. He's four and my husband's still working from home. So things haven't really changed for us. We're still here. Um, So at the beginning of COVID, I gave myself grace, especially because there was just so much uncertainty around like grocery shopping and things like that. I just mm-hmm. use it as an excuse to, like buy <laughs> all the things, um, it, but like living that lifestyle of like, especially the amount of carbs and just like not healthy food we were eating and um, we weren't going anywhere. So we would have, you know, one or two beers every night or some wine. Um, obviously that's like an okay thing to do for a little while, but if you do it yeah. for too long, it, it can have effects on your organs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been to get them tested or whatnot, but I obviously don't want to risk like doing damage to my body. Even if somehow I was, um, fortunate, I, I, sh- I shouldn't say fortunate, but even if I was like experiencing what amaryllis is where like, I wasn't even gaining weight. Um, and I thought I looked fine, like eating and drinking in that way is not healthy. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I. Like I mentioned earlier, I want to feel better and get more energy. Um, and i that's the other thing. When I did the low-carb, high-fat back in July of 2017, I felt amazing. Now, part of that, I think, was, again, some of the shifts in hormones with, like, stopping breastfeeding, Taylor, like, sleeping more, and just, like, some changes in, like, life with having, you know, a, a child that's getting a little bit older. But I know a lot of it was my diet. Um, and... And I, and that's just weird to me. Like I could weigh less and feel better yet. I still can't get back on track. It's just like (laughs) the craziest thing. Um, I try not to focus too much on like the looks or the weight side of things from like an outcome standpoint and like a behavior plan perspective, because I know, especially right now, like no matter if I look in the mirror and think, oh my gosh, I look so fat, probably like 10 years from now, if I looked at a picture of myself, I'd do the same thing I'm doing. When I look at a picture of myself from ten years ago and be like, "Oh, you didn't look that bad." <laughs> like, why did you think you looked so bad right now? Um, so, trying to be like more compassionate in that way. Um, and I know on the scale, like it doesn't, like especially for me as like a female. I don't know if it's different for guys or not, but like I could weigh one fifty, but I, I could be pure muscle and it would look amazing. Versus I could weigh one fifty and have like all fat and it looks horrible, right? So. There's different' one fifty is just a random number I threw out there, but um so like really, whatever the scale says isn't a good metric of health um, at all. So I'd rather focus on you know actual things I can do and like achieving goals in that way as opposed to you know what what clothes I'm wearing or what the scale says. So when we go through my plan, that's what we'll be talking about. What about you, Joe?
0: So right now, I am super motivated um, because, I, like I said before, I have the time. Um, Am I busier right now? Oh, yeah. I am super busy between um, working with my clients and then also uh, just teaching online, getting the gist of that, which is really interesting because now I'm starting to get in the flow of that, and then school's going to be... Over here in less than a month. So it's really interesting to see, like, oh yeah, I'm getting this. And then all of a sudden it stops again. Um, but, and then also just um, since I'm home, now I have all these like projects I want to do and things I need to do around the house that I haven't been able to get done. So yeah, I have time, but at the same time, I'll, I really don't because like I have a lot of projects. But I'm placing, what I'm doing now is I'm placing my health and my nutrition first. Because in the end, no matter what you do in life, if you don't have your health, if you don't have your nutrition check, you're going to have a shorter life anyways. You're not going to be able to live to your 80s, 70s, you know, into your 90s if you don't take care of yourself now. So that's where I'm focusing on now um, is to reduce the amount of body fat I have because I'm still considered obese and I still have like 30% body fat and I want to reduce that. I know I can and I'm and I'm going to do that this year because I want to make sure my health is in check for the future. Um, I want to look and feel better about myself too. I mean, I feel great now I I think I look pretty good. I mean, I, there's always something I can, I can always look better. I mean, not going to lie. I mean, I can, you know, increase some uh, lean muscle and it will, I mean it will look so much better on me than, you know, having nothing but fat. And then um, I really want to decrease like how much overall weight I have too. But not only that, I just, I just want to get to a point where I can lift heavier. I can run faster. um, I can have, I have a higher stamina for um, athletic, you know, activities as well. So right now it's the time, the place, and there's no better time to do it than now. So if it's, and then, also, if it's not now, when is it going to be for anyone, right? When is it, that, when is it time for you to get off your horse and off your butt to say, you know what? My health comes first. I want to go do it and I'm going to do it and I'm going to do a damn good job at it. So when is that time? It's now, but can you jump in and do everything that you want to do right away? No, exactly. We'll talk about that exactly. with my play Yeah, with we'll, we'll talk about that soon, but exactly. So um that that's why that's why I'm motivated right now. I feel like I'm back I I feel like I'm back on the top of that mountain looking over the valley and seeing this beautiful view, but completely out of breath and <laughs> trying to catch my breath. And I'm like think and I'm that kid, I'm that person again where I'm super motivated but like I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um and we'll talk about that too like you had to hit to that you had to hit that breaking point too.
1: Yeah. Emeralda, did you want to share where you are currently in motivation realm?
2: Yeah, so when COVID-19 all kind of started, I I was already way off the track. I was not doing anything. <laughs> um but being stuck at home kind of made me realize how much actual time I have in the day <laughs> um, without having to actually go in and out of the house. Um, so I did start to—I mean, the first—I think the first month of COVID, it was. It's also very emotion—an emotional time for everyone. So our immediate reaction is to kind of just shut down and just want to watch Netflix all night because that's what we do. We just shut down. Right. Um, But these last couple of weeks, I've started to change some of my habits and I started to work out in the morning because I tried to do afternoon workouts and that by the end of the day, I'm just done. Um, So then I switched it over to having morning workouts and I have been kind of consistent and I started to track what I was actually doing. So I have a little chart going for myself Um, and that's also been motivating to just see my own numbers go up Um, even if it's on a day that I don't want to do anything even a 15-minute workout is better than not doing anything at all so um, these last couple of weeks have been a little bit better
0: (laughs) that's awesome
2: yeah that's
0: great that's awesome that you're tracking your your data too like that's super important
1: That's one thing I've always struggled with, which is funny because I'm a behavior analyst, but it's just like, there's not enough time in the day. Um, I do pretty well with like my fitness pal to at least track the calories. But beyond that, I don't do the greatest. So, Um, okay. So I just remember speaking of, I just remembered one thing that I wanted to grab. So I'm going to do that real quick. Um, Joe, you had, I think the next thing that we were going to talk about is the template that you came up with. And if you want to screen share your behavior plan, Joe created this amazing template that we're <laughs> going to share. I'll put the link in the chat. Um, if anyone else wants to create their own plan and maybe share it, feel free or just to have something to use. We're going to create one together based around me. Cause I didn't have time to put one together this weekend. I was in bed with a migraine, which is another reason why I need to eat healthier. So Joe, take it away.
0: All right, awesome. Let me go ahead and start um, screen sharing. Uh, All right. Do you see my uh, screen? All right, awesome. So a behavior intervention plan is just basically um, what comes after an FBA. Now, of course, I didn't do an FBA on myself, and I don't think I really needed to do an FBA for myself because I knew what the functions of my behaviors are. So, what I decided to do is to look at what behaviors do I want to decrease and what behaviors I want to increase. Um, and the behaviors I want to decrease is unhealthy eating, and long durations of sitting, because let's face it, a lot of work right now is sitting in front of the computer or sitting on the couch while watching Netflix and completing your work. I know I have fallen into that category quite a bit, where I'm. Um watching Netflix and trying to do work, um trying to catch up on the shows that my wife have been te- has been telling me to watch, like the last Kingdom, and I'm just not gonna catch up to her because she is such a fat she watches these shows like um, s- super fast so first tr- things I wanted to address was preventing tragedies, and these are strategies I wanted to use to prevent me from eating unhealthy. And the best thing you can do in your house is to remove all processed foods, candy, ice cream, foods high in sugar, chips. I don't care if it's processed and it came from the middle aisle. uh, You don't need it in your house. Now, if you have kids, that's a different story. You kind of need some items in your house for this. But before I started this journey, what I did is I went through my fridge and I threw out any, any food items that were, um, processed that, um, that I did not need, Um, pizza, So I had two frozen pizzas. I threw them out from my freezer because each slice, and there's probably about six slices, I mean six servings in that pizza, is 330 calories for one little slice. And for me, I would eat half of that pie myself if I allowed myself. So I just threw them out. Ice cream, threw it out. any type of chips I threw out, um, and you'll see through here that I have a person, a list, a responsible individual. I put myself for each one of these things because, in the end, the only one that's in charge of your body and in charge of what what you put in your body is you, and you have to understand that is that you are engaging in this behavior. And if you wanna change, you're gonna have to take tiny steps to change. So responses to precursor behaviors, because I know that, hey, I'm on my way to my clients. I've been busy. My stomach starts making noises or vibrates or moves. I know I'm going to the pantry or I'm gonna go to the nearest food place to get some food. And that could be Taco Bell, McDonald's, or I'll go inside the grocery store and get some uh, chicken that's already baked um, or fried. So those are things I know I, are my precursor behaviors. My stomach starts feeling a certain way, and I go to the fast food places. And I told myself, when this happens and I don't have my meals with me, I need to grab my water b- my jug jug of water. And I need to jug, I mean, drink for about one minute. Because what water does to you is it hydrates you, but it also makes you feel like you're full um, because you have so much fluid inside your stomach. And that is better than grabbing food from a restaurant, from a grocery store. It's so much better for you. Um, after that, I have four, I develop a couple strategies for prevention strategies. Um, so then I am making sure I don't engage in unhealthy eating or staining for a long period of time. So first thing, meal prep. I need to prep my meals two times a week. Why? Because for me, I like to eat a variety of food and keep it and eat fresh food. After three days, I'm kind of like, "Eh, that struggle chicken stinks. I don't want that struggle chicken. I want to toss, I I don't want to eat it. So what do I do? I'll go to the fridge again and I'll choose something that's easy and I can eat right away, which typically is foods that are high, I mean, processed foods or frozen, like chicken nuggets that are frozen that you store in your fridge, um, that's not necessarily the best thing for you. Um, so I did that. Another prevention strategy was to plan. I can't tell you how much it has helped me planning out my meals um, to stay on track and know exactly how many macros and calories I'm ingesting the next day. It makes things predictable, and it, cre- and it allows your time to be freed up, freed up the next day. So I will plan the night before using my fitness pal, fitness pal or I'll write my meals in my planner. Um my next prevention strategy is I use an Apple iWatch to track my standing goal and follow prompts when to, when to stand. Um I did that because I can easily see like, hey, it's been an hour. I've been sitting down for an hour. I need to stand up for at least a couple minutes. And I can track that on my watch and have that data. And I can see like, oh, today I did really bad at not standing. So that's my prevention strategy for sitting way too long. Uh, also, I will schedule fitness breaks in my day. So. I'll get on Google Calendar, I create a, my whole day and I'll have um, blocks set up where I'll do three hours of work within those times I do stand, but then after those three hours, I do a 20-minute walk or activity um, to just have some kind of fitness activity to keep my uh, metabolism going and also to keep myself um, working towards my goals. After that, I have another prevention strategy, which is um, I will provide myself choices and meals throughout the week. Um, As recommended, um, I am part of a challenge right now through KK Wellness, um, and I have a meal plan plan from them. So I've been using the recommendations that they gave me uh, off of that meal plan. Um, And I also really, Recommend either going through them or a registered dietitian to create some type of plan for you. Um, If you don't know your macros well enough, or you don't know where to start with calories, or how to or what to ingest to build muscle or decrease body fat, I would suggest going through that through a registered dietitian or them or another uh, nutrition counselor that has the. Credentials to um, provide this plan to you, um, I, and I did that just because I needed help figuring out where I need to be. Because for so long, I have I have not been planning, and I also haven't been tracking. So I don't know exactly where I should begin. Uh, but that works for me. That's a very personal decision as far as. What where you need to be at? What you want to do? And it depends depends on your level of commitment too. Uh, reinforcement system. I just have a list of different things that are reinforcing to me: um, social praise, playing the Xbox, free time, going kayaking, social media breaks, and computer games. Um, now. What is one the one thing that I did not include here, which I know some people might be surprised about, is food. Food should not be a re- yes, it's a reinforcer for you, but for the wrong reasons. It should be a re- it's, it's food is a fuel fuel source. When you put an emotion behind a behind food, it has power over you. And We want to take that power away from food. We want to give the power to yourself. Um, We want to make sure that you are able to make um, informed decisions about what food you're going to eat to um, nourish your body. That's all food should be. Um, Yes, it might taste good, but there are ways to make your food taste good but is also healthy. Um, And also, when you have a goal in mind, There are certain foods that um, you need to eat so then you can reach those goals. So that's why I don't have any food listed as a reinforcer. reinforcer. Um, Even though I love pizza and Chinese and I will gobble that stuff up. Um, But I don't have it. Uh, Behaviors for increase and decrease. This section is I have a couple goals on things I want to increase and that's measurable. I can track and I can observe. Uh, first one would be walking. I wanted to increase my steps because I've noticed that my, um, based on the, I have seen through Apple watch, I was averaging anywhere between 10,000 to 7,000 steps a day while working full time at school. Now I'm averaging about 1,000, 2,000 steps. And that's a huge issue, especially considering how much of a distance, I mean, how much distance you are not walking anymore. And so I want to increase that. And I decided to do that, make an average of 10,000 steps four out of six days. Um, And that's personal to me. I think these goals should be for you and, and, Tailor and individualize for you, um, which is no different from an IP or FBA or BIP. Lifting. Since I love lifting and I want to increase that lean muscle mass, I want to increase the amount of weight I can bench. I could do a whole bunch of different exercises I wanted to increase, but I, I think that lifting for me, I, can, I want to just focus on my bench press. Um, fitness goals. I wanted to focus on implementing more yoga and meditation throughout my days because I want to be well-rounded and a, and do a whole um, vision, like a whole, I want to hit all the spots for my health and nutrition, including um, mindfulness and meditation and uh, mobility as well. So I'm gonna increase the amount of time that I practice yoga and meditation. And then my behaviors to decrease is unhealthy eating, uh, specifically fast food drive-through eating (laughs) because that will kill my progress. Um, So those are things that I want to decrease. Of course, in any good BIP, you want to generalize those skills and fade interventions. So I said that these skills will just be generalized across uh, subjects, location, and people as the pro- my problem behavior is reduced and the level of prompting will fade as way. Like there will be a time that I'm not going to need the the prompts for me to stand up because I'll already be doing that. That will be a habit of mine. So that's my bet. Um, so, does anyone have any questions or concerns, or what do what do you all think?
1: Thank you for sharing that, Joe. That's so awesome. Um, Thank so you. detailed, <laughs>
2: quite different <laughs>
1: from uh my what I do. Amarellis, did you have any questions about Joe's bip?
2: No, I think it looks awesome. Thank One you. thing
1: that I struggle with is the reinforcer part, so like who will make sure you like only play the Xbox if you meet your goal and stuff like that.
0: That's a good question because right now, um, most of the time at home here, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, I mean, the best thing that we could I could do is, um, I could use a buddy of mine, and I could I, he, they could check in with me, like, hey, did you play with the play the xbox today or did you earn time for the xbox and, that, and just it's helpful to have that accountability buddy beside you yeah. to support you at whatever you do
1: it'd be nice if um i don't play xbox so i have no idea but for anything <laughs> technology-based like that if there's like a password and your friend could set the password and only give it to you if you Um, meet your goal or whatever that's a a nice way (laughs) to be accountable um, for things but I don't know that that's a a feature of the xbox
0: I mean there's fam there's a family password that I could put on but once I once a friend tells me what the password is then I can get into it yeah so but no that would be a cool feature
1: that was the only thing that I thought of we had um Ashley shared on Facebook as you were presenting your plan that, uh, she decided with the lighter workload right now, it's a good time to start trying to work on her nutrition habits with a coach and get personalized nutrition plan. So she also joined the eight week challenge group through KKW and her youngest is 11 years old. So she's still working on the baby weight too. Um, yeah. after seeing Joe, your plan in the, the KKW group, um, she's going to work on creating her own BIP now for other behavior interfering with yes. obtaining her personal goals. So that's awesome. Hi, Natalie. Thanks for joining us. Um, so anybody else that's watching on Facebook Live, if you have any questions about Joe's plan that he just shared, or if you want to share anything of your own relating to your health journeys and how motivated or not you are right now to be healthy, (laughs) feel free to type that in the chat box. Um, The next thing that we were going to do is go ahead and work on creating my plan. So I did want to, I don't know if you can actually see this or not, but I remember Joe, when we were talking earlier about like what we've done in the past, So this is uh, a nice little planner that my mother-in-law got for me. So like before, when I lost weight, I this was this was how simplistic my data collection was. I love that I would just write in at the beginning of the week, so you can see this is August 2017. I would write in whether or not I needed to stay on keto and which days I was running, and then like I think it says um, beer tasting. So like that day. I was allowed to have beer, um, and then on the weekend, I wrote no cheats because I had the beer tasting the, you know, a couple of days before, and then I would just put, like, a check mark if I met my goal or not, and I actually did really well with this. My um, my thing was that if I didn't meet my goals, I w- when Michigan and Ohio State played, I'd have to root for Michigan, and Whoa. that was, like, really motivating at that time, and I even got, like, real specific, like how many drinks I could have. I planned ahead for conferences and uh, trips. Like, I guess I went to New Orleans. So I said I could have beignets when I was in New Orleans. And when I was in Dubai, I could have up to five pieces of pita and falafel one time, (laughs) Like all this stuff. Um, And I did, I kept up with it for 2017 and um, all sorts of check marks and like greatness. And then 2018 happened and I tried doing the same thing. And it's funny because I flipped through here and the check marks just slowly start disappearing. (laughs) Like the plans were there at the beginning of like in January. And then after January, I didn't even bother writing in it because like I just wasn't doing it. So it worked well for a few months, but it just didn't stick after um, the, I guess, Christmas time in 2017. So (sighs) anyway, all right.
0: That's awesome. Like I love that plan because it was simple it was, it worked for you. That's the biggest thing is like any kind of system that you have, it has to work for you. And if you don't, if it, if, if you not check, if you don't use your system, like how it's designed, then it's not the right system for you. Right. So even though it was super simple, it was perfect for you.
1: Yeah. And I like, I, the planning ahead, especially was important, but I needed something that was low response effort. So like, I'm gonna make this plan today because we wanted to do it for the podcast, but
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just letting you know I'm usually much more simple than this. So, um, all right, so I'm gonna go ahead and screen share. I have the template. I did put the a Google link in the uh, the comments if you want to, you know, use the template for yourself. It's um, it's there and you can access it. So I just need to screen share. Okay, so this I don't I guess, you know.
0: Yeah, so that I does it automatically
1: that... do the date or something?
0: Yeah, so that's today eleventh, well, well, no. but Yeah, no, it doesn't automatically uh do it for you.
1: Okay. And my name is Megan.
0: <laughs> I love this.
1: Okay. So um sorry I have to close the header and footer okay so modifications to the environment for preventing so I will be the responsible individual I um so I have done that. We don't we we bought a bunch of snacks at the beginning of covid <laughs> and I've really cut back on that. And generally speaking, I don't really buy a whole lot of stuff, but we do have a 4-year-old. So, you know, he has his snacks or whatever, but thankfully, I'm to the point where I like don't really eat those. But let me just give you an example of like how life is going for me right now. So, I was in this diet bet and um it ends tomorrow morning. I was supposed to be down 4%. I got I was like four tenths of a pound away on Friday. So like, I totally should have been able to make it right. Friday night, we have a campfire. And it's just super like tempting around the campfire to drink a few beers. So <laughs> had a few beers. Once i would had a few beers, then I was like, Oh, I need to have some snacks. So I had a bag, a, a little bag of Doritos. I ate some popcorn that was left from Taylor not finishing this like but it was like a healthy bag of popcorn but still I ate that I had a cupcake (laughs) so (laughs) I was like um I gained two pounds in one freaking night so obviously not gonna meet my goal not gonna happen um super bummed about that but well Megan
0: I I would say that you could actually probably drink a lot of water to um also keep yourself hydrated today and then Like, I drink about 120 ounces of water. So, that has really decreased my uh, water weight I retain. So, you could, you could.
1: Well, I don't think that it's just not, that's not how I lose weight, unfortunately. But, um, but I do need to drink more water. That should probably be part of my plan. But, um, but like, I did so well all week. I hit my calorie goals every day. I ran. It was like all of this great stuff. I even had a plan for Saturday because. We were celebrating Mother's Day at like a private beach to like have a few vodka drinks to relax and like not have beer. But then Taylor wanted to have a campfire and we did, and I was just like, "Oh, I need some beer with us." <laughs> <And> it just <laughs> went. So that's like the hardest thing for me, and I think I'm hoping I did. I did join one more diet, but it's a keto one. Um, I need to make up the money I lost on this past one and then make up the money i'm betting this time (laughs) i'm not a betting person like i don't gamble or anything but i was hoping it would you know the idea of losing that money would like motivate me but apparently not but i'm hoping with our when we get to the end here we're going to talk about what joe and i's bet is um around all of this and hopefully that will help keep me on track so anyway preventing strategies all right so um i don't yeah we have uh tempting and processed foods have been removed. Um, And I also, in conjunction with that, need to make sure that I have like the right snacks on hand for when I get hungry, or I will, that's when I start to probably go into Taylor's stash of whatever stuff he has. (laughs) So Healthy snacks are on hand. I like to eat olives and I love the Quest nacho chips. That was also part of the problem. They were out of stock for a really long time and I was finally able to get some. So, um, And there's the um, this, uh, Smart Sweets gummy bears are really good. So, um, so I have to have those types of things. Um, I don't really know what other modifications to the environment to make right now. So we're going to go there. OK. So response to the precursor behavior. I forget what you had in your template for this part.
0: So when my stomach started grumbling, like making noise, you know, I I could feel it move, you know, vibrate. I knew I was getting hungry and I wanted some food. So I would drive into McDonald's or a fast food restaurant and buy chicken nuggets.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So this is what you were doing that, like, wasn't good?
0: Yeah. So I just said, so I said, like, okay, what my precursor behaviors were, and then identify what I would replace, I mean, how I would respond to those precursor behaviors. Oh,
1: man. Okay. So my, mine are more <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's been a long day and I want to have some fear. <laughs> I'm going to sound a worst person ever. Okay. So um, like long day stress, like uh, busy with Taylor, want to relax. That's one. Um, And then if there is like something like if we're doing like the camp, hopefully we don't do another fire because it was miserable. There were so many bugs, Um, but I'll just put it on here just in case campfire. Or we do like a pool day or a beach day, which those those, the beach days are few and far between right now because I'm not going to a public beach anytime soon. So um, eating out typically would be, which we're also not doing right now, Um, but we do like order food out sometimes. And like, so like yesterday I could have gotten like just meatballs, even though that wouldn't be the most healthy, but it'd be better than spaghetti and meatballs. But I went okay. for the spaghetti and meatballs because you know, <laughs> why, why bother? I was already past, my, and that was that's one of the other things. It's like once I slide, it takes me a few days to get back because I'm like, well, already not on plan. Might well. as well enjoy it for a few days. So it's hard to like swing back around. So, um okay, so with like each of the, I mean, for like it being a long day and whatnot, and wanting to relax, like one of the things that I found is um drinking like i have some tea that i like to drink um and i have like this massage thing that i put on my back that's helpful um back massage so that's good um with the with these the campfire or the pool day or the beach day um trying to have something else like um like a sparkling water um maybe try to read a book because it it is hard to like read a book and drink but you can technically do both at the same time um (laughs) eating out um try to plan ahead what meals to have okay so we'll put that
0: I love that I love the sparkling water because that's something that um I've been starting to do is like instead of um instead of pouring some kind of uh Liquor or like a beer, I'll take sparkling water, put it in my beer mug. At least it's like something. <laughs> That's like, a good idea. <laughs> yeah, just just because then it's like it, it's oh, it's a margarita water
1: kind of. Mix. <laughs> That's great. Um, okay, so preventing strategy number one. Sorry, I'm rainbow wheeling all of a sudden. um pre- Preventing strategy. The first one is similar. Well, I don't know if this was your first one or not, but like the meal planning is key i'm yeah. not gonna be as specific as you with like what days and how often because that's just not feasible but yeah um, that's fine meal planning so at some point in the week <laughs> plan meals for the week the nice thing is like i love eating the same thing yeah every, like i could eat if i didn't have my husband or my son <laughs> i could literally just make like this and that was i think part of why i was so successful. Um, the first time around my husband never really travels and he did for like a week and a half. So while he was gone, I started the keto diet and I had literally the same meals every day for like a week and a half. It got that routine going for me. I didn't drink, you know, and it was just like, here we go. I'm good. This is what I'm doing right now. But with, you know, that's not how we are anymore. So he's here and I'm here and he tempts me. Um, (laughs) but anyway, so at some point in the week, Plan meals for the week that are low-carb, high-fat, high-protein. And or sometimes that's hard to do right now just with how things are. So just at least healthy. (laughs) Um, No carbs. Uh, So like vegetables and stuff like that. Um, And make sure you have enough snacks on hand. (laughs) That's one. Um, Preventing strategy number two is, this is going to sound a little bit different, but um, setting, like making a plan for my like once a week cheat because that's just part, if I am not successful on any sort of plan, if I don't have a once a week cheat like that's just—it's called let, carb cycling. <laughs> it has a I'm name. I'm not gonna
0: like that. <laughs> but instead of saying cheat, let's use uh, the word um, treat. Okay. Because it sounds better, and um, you're you're using it for a method too. You're using that treat as a way to uh, satiate those cravings.
1: So, at like. either the beginning of each week or sometimes just even looking ahead in the month, like right now there's not really a whole lot going on. So I don't really have to, but when COVID's not happening, there might be different like events we're going to or conferences or whatever. So I have to like very carefully plan like when those things are going to happen. Um, so determine at the beginning of the week, when the treat will happen and what I'd like to also try to identify what it will be. So I don't like slide too much. Uh, the treats also include up to two or three beverages. <laughs> That's just part of it. Um, yeah. And what alcohol will be included? But that I have to limit the beer to one to two times per month. It really goes better if I just stick to vodka because it's no carbs. Um and then preventing strategy number three, I also need to plan like when my workouts are going to be. I've been slowly shaping this in terms of when I wake up because like I don't have a reason to wake up right now. Well, I have my son, like I wake up at seven, but I don't have a reason to like go do anything um, based on that. But eventually, when Blake goes back to work, I will need to be, if I, the plant, what we typically do when he leaves for work is I work out in the morning before they leave like before Blake leaves and then he works out at night like once Taylor's in bed so we're both kind of like sacrificing on one end or the <laughs> other um but that usually means i have to get up at like 5 or 5:30 five to go work out before he would have to leave for work so i need to i'm trying to like get myself back to that time frame before it happens so that i'm not exhausted so um i i'm hoping to run a few times per week and then try we have like one of those pools that has the jets and you can swim laps and it like, it's like a treadmill for swimming, but it was broken. And I think it's fixed now. So I'd like to try to start doing that again too, but we'll see. Um, So plan workouts and workout times at some point in the week. And then I I don't know if I have any more preventing strategies. Those are like the main, the main things. Is that okay? Can you think of anything else that I should add, Joe or Amaryllis?
0: Yeah, like I said, this plan is specific to you and your needs, and it's only going to work if you, um, if these strategies would work for you. Okay. So,
1: so, let's see, identified reinforcers.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, Xbox <laughs> is not your thing. <laughs>
1: No. Um, and that's part of the hard thing. Like the bootleg reinforcement is like huge because I just, I can access any of the things I want whenever I want. So, yeah. you know, um, so maybe let's see one thing would like, not even so, cause like social media is part of what I have to do as like, I know it's weird, but it's part of my like job. <laughs> so yeah. I can't really like not do social media, but maybe I really enjoy doing these like, Live events and things like that. So maybe like Facebook Live, even though it's more like work related, um, I think could definitely be listed as one. Um, uh, Most of the things that I would like right now, I just can't access. Like massages,
2: I was gonna say you like running in the
1: park. Um, I mean, I'll put them down, but like I just I can't get them. They're not available.
0: and that's okay for right now. I think um, if you have a couple and then later tonight or whenever you're like, oh, that's a reinforcer for me. Let me go ahead and put that into, um, I like that, relaxing the hammock. You can do that right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The problem with these are going to be that it's going to be bootleg, re- I mean, bootleg reinforcement. You can access them.
1: Um. I'll just put Netflix, but really any of those. The funny thing is, is I don't really watch a whole lot of like TV. Well, we don't even have a TV right now, but like by the time nighttime comes around, I'm like ready for bed. So I might watch something for like 30 minutes to an hour. And then I like go to bed. So, um, you know, go like extra time with that, I guess would be a reinforcer potentially. So I'll put those right now to be honest. Um, I don't, even from like the, re- mine's going to be more of like this negative reinforcement where it's like whatever bet we come up with at the end, it's <laughs> <here is> going <laughs> see, to be yeah. the most motivating for me. Um, to be honest, or, that is,
0: that is going to uh, be really, uh, yeah, so like
1: avoiding, <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs>
1: um, you know, having to root for Penn State. Um, but uh, let's see if I meet my goals for the week. And schedule. Something like that. Okay. Awesome. So that's I'm just gonna put the bet here. Um <laughs> the bet. Okay. So behaviors for increase. So this is where mine's going to be like a lot less and like I was showing you in the notebook that I have. So, um, for now, right now, so t- what I tend to be most successful with is like setting goals and, and then like updating them. So for the month of May is what I'm going to put here, um, we'll meet calorie goals daily with one time. Per week exception on treat day. So that's my goal. I mean, I guess we could have like the corresponding goals and stuff like that, but I'd rather just update it <laughs> after May. Cause it'll depend on like how I'm doing with that. If I want to keep that or, um, change it over to like calories, I mean, to like protein or carbs or something like that. Yeah.
0: So. For me, the, the macros really work for me. Um, and am on a specific plane for that. Yeah. Um so that's that for me that's what matters.
2: Okay.
1: So I'm just going to leave it with that for right now because I want to okay. make sure we have time to to finish. Um and then let's see. Behavior for increase number 2 um for the month of May will run 3 times per week and Do some other type of workout two times per week.
0: Nice. I like that.
1: Each workout. Okay. So that's that. Okay. I'm that none of that needs to be filled out. Okay. Nope. So those are those are like my two main goals. <laughs> okay. So now I'm gonna go ahead and stop the screen share. So now, um, I guess. Well, I guess I should have kept it on for a second, but that's fine. Um, for what I just did, did anyone have any like comments or suggestions? I didn't ask about that before I stopped screen sharing. Sorry. <laughs> um, Lena said she she needs the um, to have the same. If she doesn't have treats, she the deprivation is too intense and it sets her up for failure. <laughs> I was really excited when I was doing keto before and I was treating myself and then I found out that there, like it is called carb cycling and like a lot of people do it and I was like cool <laughs> awesome got it all right I don't see anyone commenting any other like questions or things like that um Amaryllis, did you want to talk about any of your plans at all
2: Yeah. So mine are very similar. Um, so I picked, um, so going off of macros when I did calculate what I was eating, I, it helped me stay on track more. Um, so I put, I will try to meet my macros on three out of five days and then complete three 30 minute or more workouts a week. So that way I'm trying to stay consistent in both.
0: Awesome. Nice.
2: And what are you,
0: I'm just curious, what are you doing for, uh, workouts?
2: So right now, um, so with COVID, we do have yeah. a, a little home gym. So I've been using that and then doing some workout videos. I have a friend that's a fitness instructor and she nice. does free YouTube videos and they kick my butt. So I've been <laughs> trying to stay yeah. on track with that. Um, and she uses a lot of uh, weights in the workout. So it's nice. just some hit and um, just some weightlifting. So yeah person outside but it's it's working <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice. yeah
0: no I totally agree with that. the weights because like I think that will help you build that lean muscle mass that you want so um no that's awesome that you're working with a trainer too that will help you reach your goals too
1: perfect all right so the next part of this is the most exciting part yes <laughs> um so um Okay. So now that, like I mentioned before, I seem to be the most motivated when I do some sort of like loss situation. (laughs) So, um, I thought maybe diet bet, I have used that off and on and it works, but it's like a 50% thing. Like sometimes it works. And then sometimes I have a meltdown, like I did this past weekend and it doesn't work. So I'm, I'm doing that, but I was hoping to get, especially from like an accountability standpoint, like something a little bit bigger going. So we, Joe and I talked, I don't remember doing, doing something ago. else on the podcast, what we were taping, but I think it was our list that's coming out the next podcast episode. But anyway, yeah. So, um, so we talked about like creating this whole deal. And then I mentioned that we should have a bet. So we know what the the loss factor is. It's whoever loses the bet, fingers crossed, we have college football this year. (laughs) And whoever loses the bet has to root for the other person's team when they play each other. If for some reason we don't have college football in 2020, it will roll over to 2021. But (laughs) um, so Joe is a huge Penn State fan. I'm a huge Ohio State fan. So whichever, if we lose, um, whichever one of us loses, I would have to root for Penn State, or he would have to root for Ohio State. And I'm like talking, you know, pictures on social media, preferably a shirt or a jersey or something. Yeah. 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 So Penn
0: State, right? Yeah. Penn State. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but now we have to decide. So this is where we really need to get interactive. So if you're watching on Facebook live or you're on zoom with us, we want to get your input. So these are the ideas I had, um, but feel free if you have other ideas or whatnot to throw out there. So One would be, um, you know, sticking to the plan completely that we just said. So um, like whatever, right now, like mine's only for the month of May. So we would see, you know, I'd have to like update mine in June. Joe, I don't know if you were planning on updating yours at all, or just keeping what you had in place. But whatever it is, we'd have these plans in place, at least through the summer. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And then whoever, like, Consistently, so like if you fail one time, you've lost the bet or something like that. So that's a very like hard line. Hard.
0: Wow. You know, yeah.
1: Intensive. The other idea I had was similar to like what I was doing in my lovely little planner here. We would have uh, like a sort of just tracking, and maybe at the end of each week, we would say like how many days we met our goal, um, and we would see like who has the highest count at the end. So like say. Um, you know, I have a goal to meet like my calories, um, 1200. I don't know if daily is the best though. Maybe it should be weekly. So like at the end of the week, but then I don't know, somehow look at like how often we're meeting our goals and like who wins, like who's most often meeting their goals and whoever has that happening more would um, I can't remember Joe, yours is a daily thing, right? Like you're, you could check in at the end of each day and say, if you met your goals, cause you had like daily reinforcement set up.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I have daily reinforcement set up. Um, I do have ways. I mean, like while I'm doing is it, it's basically like, um, there are multiple days I have to do stuff, um, and complete, uh, just to keep me on track. i I could check in daily.
1: Okay. Um, the way that my plan is set up and I'm sorry, but my memory is horrible right now. So I don't remember, but the way that mine is reads is like a, is we'll run three times per week and work out two times per week. And then, um, we'll meet my calorie goals daily with a one week exception. So like on the weekly basis from like Sunday to Saturday or Monday through Sunday, however we want to count a week, I could say whether or not I met the behavior for increase number one and the behavior for increase number two goals. Do you have something similar where you could check in at the end of each week and say, yep, I did that. Yeah. I I could, I
0: could change them instead of daily. I could um, change it to like a weekly, like four hours, six days per week. Okay. Or yeah.
1: All right. So those are the two ideas I came up with. So Amaryllis or anybody watching on Facebook live, If you have ideas of like how we could make this bet happen where it's like checking in on each other, um, feel free to throw those out there. Or if you have a vote for one or the other, should we go hard line and you have to like meet your goals the whole entire time from now until whatever end date we set? Or should we do like a keeping track of how often we're meeting our goals and whoever meets their goals the most often, um, you know, wins the bet or something completely different. What is your vote, Joe, while we're seeing if we have any input from the crowd?
0: Um, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking for us to make accountable. And it would be, have to be like based on weekly, I think. I think the hard line, um, it, it would make me okay because I know that you're going to have to root for Penn State if we do that hard line. <laughs>
1: And, you know, as soon as I slip, I'd be like, well,
0: well, there, we there go we go. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so I, 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 I'm okay with some grace. Um. So weekly would be great that we can check in. And then at the, so I would say check in weekly and then it, and when are we going to end this? When do you want to end?
1: um do you want to do when does when would school go back in virginia if it was going back i don't know if it's. Um, going to go it would back. be
0: the it would be the day after labor day
1: okay so do we want to maybe do like august 31st just as like a nice like end of summer type deal or do we want to push it closer to the penn state ohio state game potentially
0: Ooh, oh that that's interesting um because if we push it back to the Penn State Ohio State game that would be interesting because then not only are we going to have the build up for the game but we're also going to have the build up for um uh for Who's this contest win? yeah
1: <laughs> so when? the game is October 24th ooh and it's at Penn State this year so <laughs> they'll have their white out never does anything
0: um i i don't know i i'm i'm kind of like i want us to keep on going because i think that'd be great but that's a long time to remain consistent um usually things like you usually take 12 weeks at a time for like a uh Bet or something. Um, I'm kind of indifferent between the two. I can see the pros of both. Um, Anyone on any of yous have any input or what your thought process? What is your thought process? Well, Uh,
1: if we did August thirty first, that would be more than twelve weeks. But if we do like July, well, basically August second or something, depending on what we count as like the beginning of a week. That would be twelve weeks. Unless I counted wrong. Um <laughs> just completely <laughs> possible. One, two, three, four. That's June eighth. One, two, three, four. July sixth. One, two. For. Yeah. So like August 2nd or so it would be 12 weeks. So we could do that. And then if like you all are getting geared back up towards school starting or whatnot, it's a little bit less stressful. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we can always keep it going if we're like, oh, yeah. I'm not ready, but we can set like an initial end date. Do we want, do we want to do Monday to Saturday, Sunday, or do we want to do Sunday to Saturday for our week?
0: Sunday to, let's do Monday. I, I like Monday because in that that it's like a, it's like the first day of the week, you know, you never skip a Monday. So I, I like that idea of never skipping a Monday and it's the start of a brand new week. Um, I like, I like that. And then I, I kind of like that idea of like how you said 12 weeks and then we can always come back at the end of 12 weeks, see who's ahead. And then maybe we can also tailor our bips and maybe go round two.
1: Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create like a Google doc of some sort, Um, maybe get fancy with a calendar or something. We'll see what what kind of time I have. (laughs) Um, And we'll make it public. Um, But you and I, Joe, you and I will be the only ones that can edit. So we can log um, an update on there. Um, Amaryllis, if you want to, be part of this, even though you probably don't care about Ohio State or Penn State. But if you want to, just for the fun <laughs> of it, um, I can share it and make you a, an editor as well. If you want to track your um, performance too, um, and of course, if there's anyone else that's listening and you decide you want to be part of it, we just you know shoot me an email, Megan at lifetribe.us and I'll add you as well. Um, So we'll get that shared out hopefully at some point tonight because today is the start, (laughs) right? We're starting (laughs) today. Um, All right. It's on. I will not have to root for Penn state. That's not going to happen. And then obviously if we both meet our goals an equal amount, then we will uh, just root for our own teams and that'll be that. So, and we'll just be happy with being healthy and that will be the big prize. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Exactly. But I think that's, perfect. I think that's set up. I, I'm, I'm okay with that. And you will be definitely uh, rooting for Penn State in um, October.
1: I don't think that's going to happen. It is.
0: <laughs> I've been, you know what, since I met you, that has been like a goal of mine for you to root for Penn State. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I know Rick Cabina too would be all about that.
1: Yeah, Rick is uh, such a That's such a weird thing because he's an Ohio state grad, but he roots for Penn state because he teaches there. And I just don't understand. And it's funny over the years, like, you know, I first met him in 2013, I think, no, 2012. I first met him in 2012 and I don't remember when we became Facebook friends, but at least 2013 he was kind of like, Oh, I'm rooting for both teams. Like whatever, it'll be fine. And then like 2014, it was kind of like that too. And I don't remember yeah. exactly when it shifted, but one year he was just like, Yeah, no, it's Penn State all the way. And I was like, What? <laughs> what did this
0: happen?
1: <laughs> I don't understand.
0: You so, gotta understand the 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 just the just the feeling of being near that college and just always I mean, just the fans that how diehard they are, it, it's just a magical feeling.
1: I don't know. I mean Ohio State's basically the same thing as far as I can tell. So <laughs>
0: See, I never went to Ohio State or been near Ohio State, State, so I don't know. Yeah, So I mean,
1: there's nothing like this shoe, but anyway. So, um, Amaryllis, do you have any closing thoughts or comments you want to make before we close out?
2: No, I really like the VIP. It helped me kind of dive more deep into what kind of like we do and putting it towards like my actual behavior. So I appreciate that. Um and I was also thinking maybe later on we can even make it into a group challenge and it could be like two teams against each other and
1: <laughs> <laughs> getting everybody involved. Yeah. yeah. That's I love that idea. So we'll we'll use this as like our initial test run and then we'll create something bigger for next time. Um Uh, Well, it was great having you on as a a surprising guest. (laughs) Hopefully um, everyone enjoyed having additional input besides just Joe and I for this time around. And thank you to everyone who watched live on Facebook too. Hopefully you enjoyed watching us make our plans and talk about the bets. And uh, we'll definitely do like a check-in episode at least halfway through to see how things are going, I think. So hopefully you all can tune in for that as well. Uh, For those of you who are watching right now, don't forget on Wednesdays, we're doing Wheel Decide Wednesday, which is another live feature of the podcast where a wheel decides what we're going to talk about for a few minutes. And we're changing the time to 6 p.m. Eastern to see if that helps with some of our Facebook live issues that we've been
0: having. So, but yeah, it was awesome today. Like, I feel like re-energized too, Megan. Like, I'm ready to go for you to root for Penn State. So.
1: you're ready to get healthy
0: (laughs) that's right I am ready to get healthy
1: (laughs) all right well thank you everyone go forth and do better
0: thank you for listening to today's episode go forth on your quest and do better